Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, the Bongino rule was in effect yesterday. You might be saying to yourself, well, Dan, there was this big Secret Service story, carjacking Biden's granddaughter, a couple pow-pow, some shots get let loose. Why didn't you talk about it? Well, because you know I have the Bongino rule, and I want to make sure I knew what I was talking about first because I thought the story was strange. Because the Secret Service, where obviously I worked, has a rule about firing a firearm in defense of property, which is very, 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 very restrictive. So I thought the story was a little bit strange, but now I've got some more deets. I got that. Cocaine gate blows up and some just a crazy, crazy video about the cannibalism theory in full effect. Hey, I've been raving about Beam Dreams powder. It's their hot cocoa for sleep. I use it. Shop their biggest sale of the year. Get up to 50% off when you go to shop, B-E-A-M, shopbeam.com slash Bongino. Discount auto apply to checkout. No code necessary. Stuff is great. Hey, I want to thank you all too. Uh, something happened yesterday with the t-shirts. You all are just, you're the best audience around. You total, you, you kick ass. I, I can't express to you my love for you deeply enough because I don't believe I'm deserving of all your attention. I'm not. I love you so much, but you'll see what I mean in a second. Hey, now's the best time to get your financial house in order. If you want to pay down credit card balances, you may regret it. If you wait to pay down credit card balances, excuse me, you may regret it. Your debt's going to get more expensive, obviously, and the minimum monthly payments are going to get harder and harder to make. You don't want that. Homeowners, you have an opportunity to turn this thing around by using your home's equity to pay off that destructive debt. Our friends over at American Financing, they have salary-based mortgage consultants. They'll help you consolidate that debt into one payment. They're saving homeowners an average of $700 a month. Think about that. What are you waiting for? You have time right now to call American Financing. It takes just 10 minutes, costs absolutely nothing to get started. They'll review all your debt and show you how much you can save every month. Your monthly expenses are not, uh, your monthly expenses are not going to decrease and the government isn't going to help you. You, you have to help you. Make that call today. You owe it to yourself. American Financing is a good company. 888-994-7660. That's 888-994-7660. Or visit them at AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net, NMLS 182334, NMLS All right, Joseph, big show today. And it's showtime. Big secret service stories yesterday. Before I get to that, I want to show you something crazy. So by popular demand... The t-shirt enterprise we have opened has been an amazing success. And as if it was some kind of heavenly intervention, I announced the cutesy time is over shirt yesterday, which did incredible gangbuster sales. And Gee, if you would show the image, please. We sold 1,776 shirts. Ladies and gentlemen in the chat, do you find that a little strange that we sold 1776? There's that's from Paula's phone. That's right there. And by the way, don't get dead is back too. You got to pre-order them now, though. We don't have a lot of them. So we, we try not to keep too many in stock. The website again, store.bongino.com. It's all for charity. So your money's going to a good spot. We'll make a big announcement about at the end of the year. So 1776. You guys kick ass. That's what I mean, man. Love you all. Thank you so much for supporting. And I'll announce who we're going to support charitably with all this, uh, all this money coming in. So you guys are just great. You guys are doing so much. Check it out. So check it out. Cutesy time's over. Don't get that. The Bongino rule was in full effect. So this story popped at the New York Post. Secret Service agents protecting Biden's granddaughter. Open fire 
after three people try to break into an SUV. So the reason I waited on this story, and as always, I'll give you both sides, is I'd worked there and it's very unusual. And I mean very, very, very unusual. I, my, honest to God, I can't even think of a case of a Secret Service agent firing their weapons on a protection detail. I'm sure it's happened. But again, being straight with you, I don't remember it. I was there 12 years. I know a lot of guys who fired their weapons on criminal cases. One of them is a very good friend of mine. Um, he's actually in my book, The Gift of Failure, under a pseudonym. But uh, this, this hap- that happens quite a bit. Well, not, not that, but it happens enough. On protection, I've never heard about it. So before everyone jumps down any kind of rabbit hole here, because we don't ever want to do what the lefties do, I just want to let you know a couple of things. The Secret Service is super specific about discretion about when you fire your firearm. Why do you think that is, Chatsters? Well, for obvious reasons. You're carrying a firearm near a protectee, notably the president and his family most of the time. They don't want you bucking off a shot like it's some kind of like action movie video right next to the president and accidentally hitting them. So we're really careful. Their thing is you're responsible for every shot, which every law enforcement agency is, but they drill that in your head. Even in training, AOP exercises, assault on principal exercises, mock attacks on the president. You let go a sim round, one of those plastic rounds that we shoot out of the firearms that we train with, they hurt when you get hit with them. You let one go, you didn't mean to let go, they're going to be on your ass, man. So they're responsible for every round. So these guys, the fact that they open fire says to me, something must have happened we don't know about yet. I don't mean it in some weird way. You're only supposed to fire your weapons if you believe generally that someone or you are in danger of a serious physical injury or death. It's usually not in defense of property. So there's only two possible explanations I see to this. Number one is the protectee had to be in some kind of danger, Naomi Biden, which I have no reason to believe at this point. My sources probably would have told me that already. Or as my friend Kyle suggested, he's probably right, FBI agent. We were chatting about it yesterday. It could have been some kind of furtive movement. Furtive movement is these guys are breaking in the car. You got your gun out, you know, whatever. That's our vehicle. Police don't move, whatever you say. And the guy goes like this and, you know, that, that's my guess, but I wouldn't jump the gun on this story. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but the Bongino rules in effect until we know more. I don't like commenting on stories I don't know a lot about because it just sounds dumb and you can just wait. Then we sound like liberals with the PP tape. However, I opened up with that because we waited on this story and it looks like another Dan Bongino conspiracy theory may in fact be coming true, just like I says. So the photos came out of the cocaine incident. By the way, I just have to tell you in advance, Chatsters, this is for you. Let me get your feedback on this. Guy absolutely hates this story. He hates this story worse than any other story known to man. But in this case, it's relevant news. The photos came out of the coke in the White House. And as I suspected, we now have more questions than we have answers. But let's just say a couple of chirping little birdies have told me some stuff that lead me to believe that we're not being told the whole truth. First, Daily Mail has a great article. I suggest you read it. It's in the newsletter today. First photos reveal the cocaine found in the White House. Images of the baggie in the cubbyhole that sparked the investigation. And the culprit still has not been found. Really? We sure about that? Chatsters, let me ask you something. Bongino army members out there. 
do you really believe they can't find the culprit here, given all those cameras and the fact that if you look at this photo, you're going to notice something fairly obvious. It appears to be a plastic baggie. Now, listen, I'm not a cokehead, so I don't do cocaine. However, a plastic baggie, uh, Chatsters, is a plastic baggie a porous substance or a non-porous substance? Yes, non-porous, you're absolutely correct. In other words, it's not a paper bag. And by the way, that doesn't even mean you can't get a print. It's just very easy to get a print off a non-porous substance because the oils that compose a fingerprint, loops, arches, and whirls, deltas, the oils that leave the print based on the ridges in your fingertip tend to be raised more on a non-porous substance because they don't sink in. Look at this. Ha! It's overwhelming. You all know and suspect what Big Daddy here suspects, that they know exactly who this is. I don't have to walk you through fingerprint 101 class, but this is important. A paper substance, the oil from the ridges on your fingers, that's what the fingerprint is. It's basically oils and deposits. It'll sink more into a a, a, a porous substance like paper or even wood. So it's harder to lift off because it's not as ridgy. Look at what we're looking at here. They even have the number of the box, 50. Notice something to the left of the box. What do you guys see? It looks like a little circle. Gee, that looks to me like a keyhole. Now, I'm not crazy, but, I, 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 you know, I, I, you know don't, don't take a leak on my leg and tell me it's raining. A keyhole would mean there is a key. Meaning someone had to do what? Had to turn the key to open the cubby. So I don't know about you guys. Here, here's a knife uh, someone sent a while ago. So pretend this knife here, Dan Bongino Show knife, which is just from Silver Stag. We're a pretty cool company. So what does this knife have? It's made of metal like the key, right? So assume this is a key. So you would grab the key. How would you grab the key, guys? Would you do it like this? No, no one does that, correct? Because it may look weird on camera, right? So people in the chat, how would you grab the non-porous substance key? Yes, with your fingertips. And you would go. So it's really weird that a non-porous plastic bag that would hold a fingerprint has no prints, that the key on the locker seems to have no prints, and then the metal door on the locker mysteriously seems to have no prints either, which is strange because, you see, I worked at the Secret Service and they have one of the best fingerprint labs in the world. Now, you may say, well, maybe they were working with the FBI on this because of an MOU. The FBI has just as good of a fingerprint lab as well. And I've seen fingerprints pulled off everything from paper checks to keys to car doors. You're telling me on that baggie they couldn't find a fingerprint? Ladies and gentlemen, that sounds to me like what? Yes, that sounds to me like someone just said in the chat. That sounds to me like bullshit. Detective Dan. Thank you, King. Folks, there is absolutely zero. Ch- I haven't even gotten to the fact that the cameras obviously saw everyone who came in there. That This is. Listen, the guys and the ladies in the Secret Service, I know, are good folks. The people I still talk to are very patriotic. They love this country. Folks, just like with, you know, last night we had a devastating vote. Uh, nine Republicans voted against impeaching Mayorkas, right? Or it was eight or nine. 
everybody was like, oh my gosh, throw the Republicans under the bus. My first response was no, throw those Republicans under the bus because everyone else did the right thing and voted to move forward with impeachment. We have a people and a leadership problem in the party, just like we have a leadership problem right now in the Secret Service. Come on, man. Do please, I'm begging you as a former member and someone who loves the worthy and trust of worthy of trust and confidence agency. That's literally their motto. Please don't do to them what the FBI did to their agency and politicize it. You obviously know who did this. Nobody believes that story. There are cameras there. Look at the baggie. This is one of those come on man moments. Now, here's what makes the story even worse. What makes the story worse, folks, is I'm hearing some traffic that not only did they know, but that the person who may have left that cocaine behind was likely leaving it for some member of the Biden family. And it may not have been Hunter. That that was not a someone who left cocaine behind, that it was, in fact, a delivery. That that person may have been escorted in by staff, may have left it in there, and it may have been some kind of delivery. Is that true? Is it going to turn out? I don't know. It's something that was told to me by someone. I can't think of another plausible theory. Ladies and gentlemen, if you manage to slip cocaine in the White House, obviously leaving fingerprints behind because you're not going to walk in there with gloves on, correct? You don't think agents are going to notice you walking in with rubber gloves on, turning a key with rubber gloves? You understand what that cubby is? It's right in front of a desk at the West Wing entrance where people are and uh, and uh, members of the military and the Secret Service. You think you're going to whip rubber gloves out? No one's going to notice? Shit is getting annoying for real. I know it is. I know it is. <laughs> you, they, they know who did this. They don't want you to know because once they find out, everybody's going to run to that person's house and they're afraid they're going to give up the fact that it was likely a drop off for a member of the Biden family. I want you to listen to this. This was a segment on Martha McCallum's show at the time. I don't know this guy that that well, but Martha McCallum interviewed a guy. He nailed this exact same thing I'm telling you about the fingerprints. This was a drop off, man. You think you're going to walk in and leave Coke behind? If you got it in, you might as well keep it in your pocket. Why would you put it in a cubby? What are you, an asshole? You sneak it in, even if you had it by accident, and then you leave it in the White House with the evidence all over it? Really? Listen to this. Now we're hearing that you all aren't going to get any information on this investigation until later in the month. If the cocaine was found on a bag, doesn't it have fingerprints on it? And how long would it take to answer that question? Weeks? Days? Well, hours? Uh, half an hour? You know, that's just, a, you know, Martha, Martha, that's a great question because I asked several uh, down in Texas. I asked some of our state troopers, uh, Texas Rangers and sheriffs, those kind of people who do this for a living for decades. And they all said to me that on very porous surfaces like bags and envelopes, you'll be able to determine within an hour if there's uh, fingerprints on it within an hour. By my math, we're 192 hours from the time it was discovered. And yet we don't know because if there was no fingerprints, they could have told us immediately. So I suspect there are fingerprints and you can run it through a database. And this was found where high level aides and staffers are. So most of them were at fingerprinted at one time or another. So they very well may already know who it belongs to and aren't sharing it with us. And that's my greatest concern and worry. Yes, the rep from Texas, Fallon's not crazy. The law enforcement guys who told him that are absolutely right. Folks, you lift a print like that. 
You have to understand that cubby is where a bunch of people are. There's no way you're sitting there and you've got this cubby. You got this. All right. Pretend this is the bag. There's no way like you leave a bag behind. Why you would leave a bag of Coke behind? I still don't know. And then you're sitting there with your shirt like this and then wiping down the key right in front of a uniform division secret service guy. And you think nobody's going to call you out? Here's how I absolutely know the Biden team is freaked out about this story. The Secret Service director now has got to do a better job. They're going to decimate this agency, and I can't have that happen to a place I love. I'm not going to let you do it. Here's Corrine Jean-Pierre nearly lost her mind when they suggested it was a member of the Biden family, which says to me, dipsy do flipperoo, it was definitely a drop-off for a member of the Biden family. Take a look. As you know, and media outlets reported this, the Biden family was not here. They were not here. They were at Camp David. They were not here Friday. They were not here Saturday. They were not here Sunday. They were not even here Monday. They came back on Tuesday. So to ask that question is actually incredibly irresponsible. And and um, I'll just leave it there. Okay. Which makes, by the way, the drop-off theory even more likely. Why would you have to drop it off if they were there? Dig? Hey, you got my stuff? Yeah, we left it in the box in the West Wing, number 50. I'll be back on Tuesday, Monday. How the Kareem Jean-Pierre's reaction says everything. Folks, we're living right now in a police state. Uh, nearly every federal entity at this point has been corrupted at the top. We've got an opportunity in this next election to turn it around. I don't want you to be too negative on it. We do have an opportunity. If we, if we lived in a full, full, full police state right now, I'd never be able to do a movie called Police State. I wouldn't even be able to do this broadcast. I'd be dead. Will they knock on my door? If we lose the next election, probably. We've already been spied on by them. That's a fact. You know that if you FOIA the Ukrainian embassy, what they were doing with us. But they've been entirely corrupted. Did you see this story out of the FBI? Folks, just when you think the police state FBI stories can't possibly get any worse, you look at a story like this and you're like, Holy shit, it's worse. Kerry Pickett. Read this. This headline is, I'm going to get to it in detail. The headline itself is almost unbelievable. FBI is accused of targeting Trump types and agents who served in the military were deemed disloyal. Now, I'll give you both perspectives. Keep that up. As I always do, the FBI is strongly denying this story. The problem is the FBI has lied so much, nobody believes them. Apparently, more FBI whistleblowers came forward. This is why I told you, like, don't throw the entire agency out, the Secret Service, the FBI, or every Republican, because there are people there, maybe not a lot, but there are people there speaking up. The whistleblowers said that this deputy assistant director of the security division, Jeff Veltri and Adana Perkins, Pursued employees who served in the Marine Corps or other military branches. They stripped the agents of security clearances, which sidelined them on the sidelined them on the job and pushed them towards the exit, according to the disclosures. Got to imagine, Joe, that story makes you very uh, no. Marine Corps, baddest ass fighting force in the world. Imagine that. You go become a Marine. You sit through boot camp. Either you're getting rich. I don't even know what these guys made. 
I don't know, probably barely enough to stay alive. You sign up to be the baddest ass fighting force in the world to basically go to every hot zone all the time when shit's got to get taken care of. And what happens? An allegation that seems credible that you're being targeted by the FBI. Again, they strongly deny this. Their credibility with me is zero. Folks, believe it or not, the story gets even worse. Hold on, take a quick break because there's a lot of sensitivities with this story. I always wanted to be a Marine and some people here have some, you know. God bless you Marines out there. Any Marines in my chat out here? Love you guys and women. God bless you. You were badasses. You're the best. There's no retired Marines out there. Marines your entire life. God bless you. I say this with, 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 uh, with, with the utmost respect. I envy you. I do. That I'm not one of you is something I'll go to my grave with. The dumbest decision I ever made. I should have went into Marine Corps. It's just a different breed of person. God bless you all. Marine, there you go. I see you guys now. God bless you, man. Badasses. They're targeting others to the FBI. Just when you think it can't get worse, it always does. All right, I needed a little break, so good. What do you think? Chat says, yes or no? I don't even have to answer. I, I, just yes or no. You know what to do. Unbelievable. Still there. Still good. Blackout coffee, Joe vouches. You tired of monotonous liberal brand coffee that hates America? What do I drink? That's what I drink, Blackout Coffee. It's a coffee company 100% committed to conservative values and great coffee. From sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support or shipping, they've got an amazing work ethic. They love this country. They love great coffee. They love great coffee taste, and they are addicted to the quality of their coffee. Do me a favor. Check out Blackout Coffee today at blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your order. Ditch those other guys. Blackout Coffee remains true to our values. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. The coffee is bold and strong, and it tastes like good old-fashioned American coffee without being bitter. I drink it. I love it. My next cup is an hour and a half away. I'm already looking forward to it. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Check them out today. You won't regret it. <laughs> Eventually, the bag's going to run out of snow. It's, I'm amazed it hasn't already. We beat that thing to death. Look at back to this FBI story. Now, the FBI is accused of targeting Marines. Like, what? Look at this crap. Other signs the FBI indicated that employee was, uh, you know, these, they're targeting, was right-wing radicals who are disloyal to the United States. Who was that? Well, signs were failure to wear a face mask. Put that diaper on. Put that face mask on. We got a face mask in here somewhere. I think we have one for a stick. Imagine that. You want, I must have thrown them all out because I was so horrified someone would open my desk and find a face mask in there. You know, I got papers falling out everywhere. Guys, freaking crazy. You don't want to put a face mask on? All of a sudden, you're a nutbag. Oh, look, you don't want to take a COVID-19 vaccine. You're definitely crazy, too. And here's another one. Participating in religious activities. Oh, my. You sensing a pattern? 
Are you sensing a pattern here in these allegations? Now, applying the Bongino rule, I'll give the FBI a chance to thoroughly refute these. But the people I know in the FBI are calling me saying, you know what, Dan Bongino, that story appears very true to me. Oh, in another instance, Miss Dana Perkins attempted to revoke the security clearance of an employee she knew was a Marine veteran. But information showed the initial allegations against the employee were unfounded. That did not stop Ms. Perkins from ordering her investigators to canvas at least 10 police departments where the employee lived for any allegations or violations of law. Holy Moses, the police state is here. What's the sign of the police state I tell you all to worry about all the time? In a constitutional republic, we investigate crimes and go look for people. In a police state, we investigate people. Put that last one back up again. We investigate people. And we go look for crimes. This, this did not stop Miss Perkins from ordering her investigators to canvas police departments for any allegations or violations of the law. She sounds just lovely, he says, Miss Perkins. Miss Perkins. Sounds like Nurse Ratchet from uh <laughs> some of you will get that. Miss Perkins, that sounds like allegations, Miss Perkins, of course, is Everyone's innocent until proven guilty. And we'd like for her to issue a statement to the show. We, we, we'll read it on the air. We'll give her an opportunity. I mean that. She can send it to us. Info at Bongino.com if you'd like. We'd like to hear your statement. Send it from your official FBI email and we'll put it on the show. That seems like a strange allegation though, doesn't it? Investigating people in search of a crime. Just like the governor from New York appears to be doing, investigating people looking for crimes. Now, again, folks, the show's never by accident. Never. Nothing's by accident here. Everything we do, we do for love. I mean, everything we do for love. Everything we do is for a reason. So in a typical government run like a constitutional republic, if someone commits a crime on social media, say an account called whatever, uh, Joey Bag of Donuts, Anonymous, 1742, posts, I want to kill this person. Okay, well, that'd be a crime. You can't threaten to kill people, right? So what do you do, folks? You go to the social media companies, you investigate who posted that. Now, in a police state where we're 99.9% of the way there already, you just investigate everyone, people, and you start searching for a crime. Now, I want you to listen to the governor of York the absolutely dreadful Kathy Hochul in this little segment here and tell me if this is crime in search of a person or people in search of a crime. Listen to yourself. We're very focused on the data we're collecting from surveillance efforts. What's being said on social media platforms. And we have launched an effort to be able to counter some of the negativity and reach out to people when we see hate speech being spoken about on on online platforms. Our media analysis, our social media analysis unit has ramped up its monitoring of sites to catch incitement to violence, direct threats to others. And all this is in response to our desire, our strong commitment to ensure that not only do New Yorkers be safe, but they also feel safe because personal security is about everything for them. As I said, no one walking down the street or in a subway should feel they have to find to hide any indications of what their religious beliefs are. We expect to see people celebrating their lives, walking about freely, 
And that is no longer the case because people are living in fear. They have a right to do whatever they want here in the state of New York. So Kathy Stalin, I mean, Joseph Hochul, I mean, Kathy Hochul, Kathy Hochul saying we, the government of New York City, we are now going to take it upon ourselves to interpret speech as hate speech. Chatsters, Bongino Army, come through in the clutch here. He put this up on the screen. I want to see the results. Do you think, yes or no, yes, uh, Y for yes, N for no. I believe Kathy Hochul is going to use the hate speech label to go on social media and now target Republicans and MAGA people. You think I'm right? Yes. Or you think I'm wrong? No. I am absolutely 100% certain she's going to use her broad definition of hate speech to go out there and sick her little police force people on you. There it is. There it is. Nearly 100 ciento por ciento if you habla espanol. Yes, that's exactly what this is. Investigating a bunch of people and we'll go find the crime on social media. Listen to me. Ladies and gentlemen, get the hell out of New York while you still can. Some guy was angry at me on Twitter this morning. What are you suggesting we give up? No. I'm suggesting to you that that fight in New York, you are outnumbered 10,000 to one. Although I admire you Game of Thrones style for standing there with the sword while 10,000 cavalry charge, you will get killed. If you were to join 10,000 others in a 10,000 on 10,000 fight, however, your sword is useful in the political fight without you having to die a horrible death, politically speaking. It, it's lost, folks. It's, I, I wrote a piece at IJR a while ago telling people to stay back. I thought some of these places were savable. They are not. They are now, they've gone completely socialist. It's gone. Please get out while you still can. You can live a good and prosperous life in Texas, even in states that are purple. You can still live a decent life. There are some Republicans there and decent conservatives that at least will temper their uh, temper the worst impulses of the Democrats. You can't do that in New York and California. Get out while you still can. Please. Folks, the meltdown over the coming election. What is that? 99.8%. Who's the point to? Who's the point to? There's always this gotta be, this gotta be someone just toying with us. It's gotta be. Someone look at it's <laughs> someone's messing with us on these things. No. <laughs> yes, it's lost. It's lost. See, I said, who's that guy? Uh ML Stimson 63. Is that Stimson J Cat? Yes, it's lost. Shout out, Stimson. It's lost, man. All right, I'm gonna take a break. And on the other side, last break. On the other side is break, folks. The meltdown over this next election is getting really dramatic at this point. I want you to watch this Democrat discover the Dan Bongino cannibalism theory in live time. The cannibalism theory that eventually the left is going to start cannibalistically eating itself because the right's just going to ignore them. They're just going to be like, forget these people. We're out of here. We're going to live in our own states and do our own thing. I want you to watch in this interview how this guy discovers it during the interview. Folks, you know that around 46 million turkeys are eaten on Thanksgiving each year in the U.S.? Think about that. 
all that people getting turkey from the farm to your table, the turkey farm laborers, food safety inspectors, food production workers, and more. It's not easy to find people with specific skills required for these jobs. But if you need to hire for these jobs or any other jobs, there's only one place to go. Zip Recruiter. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. How does ZipRecruiter help you find top talent for hard to fill roles? ZipRecruiter sends your job to 100 plus job sites so you can reach more of the right people. ZipRecruiter's powerful technology does the work for you. It scans thousands of resumes to find great matches for your job. ZipRecruiter lets you invite the most qualified people to apply for your job to help you stand out amongst the competition. So if you're hiring, discover what ZipRecruiter brings to the table. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. Again, ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire and our last sponsor today. We, the people, holsters.com. The holidays are coming up. Sometimes it's a struggle to find out what to get that special someone. Why not get them some awesome patriotic gear from We, the People Holsters? You see me wearing their shirts on the show all the time. They look great. And what better way to trigger the lefties in your life? They will. Here's the best part about We, the People Holsters and their shirts and their patriotic gear. The left will hate them. That's just the tip of the iceberg, though. Their industry-leading gun belts are designed to eliminate any discomfort there and keep you and your weapons safe at all times. You saw that video of the guy preventing a home invasion? Training and self-awareness matter, but don't forget the gear. It matters. We the People Holsters offers tons of printed holster options, holster mounts, tumblers, tactical leggings for the ladies. Tactical leggings, and a lot of times you don't think about that. Even bacon jerky. Speaks for itself. Everything's made right here in America. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Great for Christmas. Get 25% of your order with promo code Dan25, Dan25. It's literally a one-stop shop for all patriots or patriots this holiday season. Stuff is great. WeThePeopleHolsters.com slash Dan. Highly recommended. WeThePeopleHolsters.com slash Dan. Promo code Dan25. That's Dan25. And the meltdown over the coming election continues, ladies and gents. Why? Because everybody sees Joe Biden, the rotting bag of oatmeal, the oatmeal god in the White House, going down in flames as his brain starts to melt away into a pool of neurons, axon, dendrites, and myelination, ooh, dripping out. Joe Biden is losing his mind. And here's the kicker. I'm going to discuss this at length tomorrow on the podcast. The black vote is going to destroy Joe Biden. They're running away from this guy in droves. Are we going to get 50%? No, not even close. Could we get 15 to 18, 12 to 15%? If we do, I can't emphasize this to you enough. There is no math, no math for Joe Biden to win. I want you to watch this in live time. This is Dean Phillips. He's being interviewed. Now, Dean Phillips is a Democrat. If you don't know the story, he's a congressman. He is running against Joe Biden. Joe Biden has an opponent on the Democrat side. Yes, he does. It's a guy by the name of Dean Phillips, who is very wealthy and apparently is funding his own campaign. Well, he's gathering a little bit of steam. Is he going to beat Joe Biden? No, he's not going to beat Joe Biden. However, he's causing Joe Biden some really big headaches. I want you to watch my cannibalism theory here in full effect. As do During this interview, they accuse another Democrat, I told you they turn on themselves and eat themselves, of being a racist because that's all they have, and we ignore them. We know it's meaningless. We know that they don't call out real racists. They use it as just nonsense for us. We, so we ignore them. I told you they'll use it on themselves and watch Dean Phillips discover this 
and try to do a counter in live time. This is just delicious. Check this out. Your exchange with them, Casey, over um, black voters and not just black voters, key coalitions in the Democratic Party was really telling. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm, I'm really interested. I'm really glad Errol is here uh, when I learned when I learned about that, because he's obviously gone back and forth with Jim Clyburn because Clyburn supported this move to, to have the first primary go to South Carolina. He said it was disrespectful of black voters the way Phillips is going about his campaign. Um, and I think we should just note that trying to win a Democratic nomination without the help of some of these critical groups is, I think, next to impossible. Although, Errol, I want to know what you think. Let's take a look at how Dean Phillips answered this question. First of all, if he feels I have disrespected anybody, I apologize. But if it's because I was in New Hampshire speaking with voters here that that was disrespectful to black voters, I, I take exception to that because when I'm in South Carolina shortly visiting with black voters, that is not disrespectful to Muslim voters in Michigan. Oh, the folks, that's the greatest clip ever. Ever, you're not wasting your time here. Everything I told you about the cannibalism theory is summed up in that one minute segment. Phillips figures it out. He figures out how to answer it. Hey, if you guys are going to carve up people into boxes, because there's one country, America, there's not black America and white America and Asian America and Jewish America and Muslim America. There's America. We're all citizens with the same rights. When you start balkanizing the country into these groups, Phillips, I'm, listen, I'm obviously no supporter of Dean Phillips at all, but he totally gets it by turning it around on them. Oh, I'm being disrespectful because I'm campaigning in New Hampshire, by the way, like everyone else is. How is that disrespectful? There are black voters in New Hampshire. They don't deserve to hear from me. What about Muslim voters in Michigan? Am I disrespecting them? Listen, I don't like this guy. He's a Democrat. I don't vote for Democrats. Everybody cool on that. However, it's important we use these moments to understand how to battle back stupid leftist narratives. That is exactly how you play that card back. If you're going to balkanize people, then what? You're, you're, so you're suggesting me only black voters in South Carolina? What about Asian voters in California? Am I ignoring them too? That's how you do that. They are going to eat themselves alive. Just give it time. Just give it time. Folks, they are freaking out over this election. I want you to get ready for this story. Get mentally prepared because I discussed this story a few months ago. Sorry, I, I got to tell you the story. Can I get for a second? I get, I get out of the shower this morning, right? Not TMI, like, because I share everything. Anyway, so it doesn't really matter. There's never too much information on the show. I'm drying myself off. And it's a towel, you know, we've had for about six months or so. And I'm using it. And I don't know, we must have washed it with like a blanket or something like that. And there's fuzzies everywhere. I can't get rid of them, folks. They're like up my nose. They're like in my ear. They're in my hair. They're everywhere driving me freaking crazy. I'm going to need a body roller. Okay, sorry. I just had to get off because it's driving. That's why I keep scratching my head and my eyes. He sees me when the videos are playing. I'm like this. I got these fuzzies. I'm making me I need like a roller for my eyeball. Okay, now you had time to digest it. <laughs> This story I discussed a few months ago. Folks, this is going to be a major scandal for the Biden team. And it's a story, I promise you, if you weren't listening to this show or a couple conservative outlets, you probably haven't heard. Jason Chaffetz wrote a really good piece in foxnews.com. The piece is about Biden trying to scam this next election and rig it using his executive powers 
through this executive order. Now, we addressed this. Some of you may have forgotten. The story is not particularly complicated. Basically, Biden put out this very abstract executive order. And in the executive order, he demands that federal agencies do everything they can to register voters. You're probably saying, okay, well, what's the problem with that? Sounds kind of normal, right? Well, nobody loves, this is why I put the story after the last one, nobody loves a balkanized electorate targeting people by race more than Biden. However, Joe Biden is the president. Joe Biden is not allowed to do that. Is there a screenshot from that? Did you not have it? Okay. Well, just to go back to the article, I want you to read this article. In the article, they put out a FOIA for this executive order and said, hey, how are you guys... How are you guys planning to register these voters? Because it appears you're targeting constituencies you think are going to vote Democrat. So you're trying to register federal government employees using resources, but you only want minorities and others, people you think you have a high probability of voting Democrat. This is absolutely unconstitutional. And the fact that they foiled it. Freedom of Information Act and said, hey, we want details about exactly what you're doing here. And the Biden administration is shitting themselves right now. They don't know what to do. They will not respond to the FOIA. Says to me, this is a huge scandal. They are trying to rig another election, just like they did the last one with the mail-in ballot scam, with the, uh, the Hunter Biden story. This is such obvious bullshit what these people are up to. The only good news is the uh, there are specific House Republicans, because they know Chaffetz, Chaffetz obviously lefties at Fox now, that are all over this, that have been demanding information. Is it going to make the Biden administration back off? Probably not. But keep your eyes on this. If they're going to federal agencies and say, hey, register that guy who happens to be black or Hispanic, but not that guy who happens to be white, that is absolutely, totally unconstitutional. 100%. Politico's freaking out too. Folks, this article, I can't believe they're actually writing this. You know things are bad. You know things are bad when Bolshitico, left-wing Politico is writing this. It's by Jonathan Martin. And it's an article about here's how Biden can turn it around. Folks, the article is devastating. This says to me what I said to you yesterday. Biden is not going to be the nominee, folks. I think a deal has already been cut. You remember the deal? The deal I think has been cut is I'm going to drop out. I'll drop out at the end. I'm going to go through the primary season first. I'm going to drop out as the nominee. You guys will pick someone, Democrats, at the Democrat National Convention. I'm going to pardon my family, and you guys are going to leave me alone for it. I think that's why the Democrats are still going with the no evidence thing. Because some people have said to me, Ombudsman Joe, if this doesn't make sense, let me know. A couple of people have said to me, Dan, why is the media and the Democrats still defending Joe Biden's corruption if they want Joe Biden out? When you understand my theory, it all makes sense. I think the deal may have already been cut. Biden's going to drop out later. You guys defend me on my son. I'm going to pardon my son later and I'm going to walk away and you guys aren't going to beat me up for it. I'm pretty confident that's the deal. We'll see. But this article, Politico, makes me think I was right. You don't write this otherwise. Look at this. This is the left-wing Politico. This will be an extraordinary election. It demands extraordinary measures, they note. Biden refuses to accept that his capacity to do the job 
the oldest president in history when he first took office, uh, took oath, Biden will not be able to govern and campaign in the manner of previous incumbents. Listen to this sentence. Biden simply does not have the capacity to do it. His staff doesn't trust him to even try, as they make clear by blocking him from the press. Biden's bid will give new meaning to a Rose Garden campaign, and it requires accommodations to that unavoidable fact of life. This guy's not going to be the nominee, folks. You do not write this in left-wing Politico if you buy this. You just don't. And for those out there, again, who think Newsom's going to be the savior, this guy can't get out of his own way either. There's a summit in San Francisco. Obviously, he's in California. Newsom's the governor of California. Slick back hair, French laundry guy. Oh, Newsom's going to be trouble. I concur. He'll be more trouble than Biden. Newsom is not a good candidate. Could he win? Of course, Biden could win. Anybody could win. It's amazing, too. Some guys, some DeSantis guy yesterday started attacking me when I was talking about the, the Biden versus DeSantis poll. I was trying to make the point that the poll was bad because DeSantis's name ID is low. As people get to know him, he may do a lot better. It's incredible. And he turned that around to mean the exact opposite of what I actually said. People get so sensitive about this stuff. I'm telling you, Newsom is not the savior. So San Francisco, which is an absolute dump. I'm on the radio over there at KSFO and people reach out to me all the time. All of a sudden, San Francisco found a way to clean up the city. It's only been like six straight years now of horror in San Francisco. And uh, the China's coming into town for this big conference. And in order to impress them, they cleaned up the city. Gavin Newsom gave the worst possible answer about this question in a presser the other day. And remember... It's all about equity, baby. Check this out. I know folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, That's true because it's true. But it's also true for months and months and months prior to APEC. We've been having different conversations. Joe just said it. Folks, campaigns are snapshots and sound bites. That is it. I wish it was something different. It's not. It's not. That will be used against this guy forever. Imagine, put yourself in the shoes of a business owner in the tenderloin, sitting there in some of these areas of California, just there's shit all over the streets, needles, kids are walking over. Druggies sitting there in the drug, you know the druggy look? You know the look? Here's the here's the look, folks. You seen it? The druggy zombie? And you've been told due to this federal injunction, I'll get to that in a second. Oh, we can't do anything about it. And then all of a sudden, China comes to town and look, we do something about it. And Gavin Newsom goes, You may have heard we're only doing this because China's here. And yeah, it's true. That is gonna kick this guy in the balls. For the rest, this guy is not a good candidate. You don't say that. What do you want him to do, Dan? Lie? Folks, politicians lie all the time. That's why I tell you, don't respect these people. They hate you. They all hate you. Oh, should we we respect him for telling the truth? No, you shouldn't because the truth is even worse. He's telling you he did absolutely nothing to help you the entire time and how to impress an international audience. He's finally cleaning up and you'll get right back to the crap when he leaves. The Wall Street Journal had a great piece on this. San Francisco cleans up for Xi Jinping, but why not the? They note that they've been uh, clearing out the homeless ahead of this conference. 
while working within the bounds of a federal injunction ah, that limits San Francisco's ability to conduct encampment sweeps without offering adequate shelter. That was the excuse they used before, but all of a sudden they got around it. The city embarked on a beautification campaign ahead of APEC that included peeling back the scaffolding on this building, washing grime off the streets, and decorating crosswalks in North Beach and Chinatown. These business owners have to be pissed right now. It's all about equity, baby, right? Equity. Equity meaning what? Equity meaning you crap all over our businesses when we're asking you for help, but when out-of-towners come out to showcase your beautiful city that could have been beautiful, now you take care of them. Was it equity for them or equity for us? Folks, the election's going to get hairier too. Biden is in catastrophic trouble. You got Cornell West in there, Marianne Williamson in there. You got RFK in there. And ladies and gentlemen, RFK is picking up steam every day. Now I'm going to tell you for the 10,000th time, RFK does far more damage to Joe Biden than he does to Donald Trump. Do not try to get RFK out of the race. RFK will do tremendous damage to Joe Biden. Why? Because he's a liberal. No, he isn't. Yes, he is. I'm going to show you these receipts. Here's RFK in an interview a long time ago, implying that people should be jailed if they don't go along with the environmental agenda he likes. Does this guy have any conservative position at all outside of free speech? The answer is not much. Here, take a look. In jail. I think they should be enjoying three hots and a cot at the Hague with all the other war criminals who are there. What about politicians, uh, people who deny who distress skepticism? I think they're selling out the public trust. And, you know, I think those guys who are doing the, the Koch brothers bidding and who are against all the evidence of the rational mind are saying that global warming doesn't exist, that they are contemptible human beings, and that, you know, I wish that there were a law you could punish them under. I don't think there's a war, a law that you can punish those politicians under, but I, do I think the Koch brothers should be prosecuted for reckless endangerment? Absolutely. Hat tip uh, at Big Fish 3000 for finding that. Do you think these people should be prosecuted? What kind of free speech position is that? I don't even know the Koch brothers. You want them in jail because they don't go with your environmental agenda? You notice this guy's had a backtrack on everything? Listen, I respect the guy for getting in the race to put the likes a lot of balls to put your name on a freaking ballot. I uh, Listen, every time I ran for office, it was a really horrible experience. But I did it because I felt an obligation to try to change things and not just talk shit about it. it. Didn't work out. I lost. But come on, man. Let's be honest. The guy's a total lib. There's not going to be a single Republican that votes for this guy, except if you really just hate Donald Trump. Now, I hate him so much, I'm going to throw the country to a liberal. By the way, I got another dumb people alert. Remember, we just talked about free speech. Opinions are protected. Unfortunately, with protected opinions, stupidity is protected too. And it is. I, I'm a big free speech guy. Gives you the right to be stupid. And unfortunately, a lot of people with this new Middle Eastern conflict choose to take the stupid route, too. I have never seen, ladies and gentlemen, end the show with this today, an issue where more people who know less have more opinions. Have you, Gee, Joe, have you ever seen an issue like this where did the, the, the Israel-Palestinian conflict, I've never seen in my life, where a broader swath of people chime in and have so little knowledge about it at all? I love these videos. I even sent this to the guys in the show prep. Did you see it? I'm like, more morons. I'm like, moron alert, imbecile alert. Here's more morons. 
I want you to watch this. Here are so-called Palestinian protesters, even though there is no Palestine. Here they are. They're asked about Hezbollah, a terror group literally committed to death to America and killing anyone who's not in their little posse. They've These guys have killed Americans. Here they are. The free speech, man. Oh, yeah, we love Hezbollah. Check this out. I see them more as freedom fighters than a terrorist organization. Word. Hamas is a resistance organization who had to take more extreme measures because no one would listen. So if I don't listen to you, what are you going to do to me? Do you believe Hezbollah is a terrorist organization? I mean, they're recognized by everyone else as a terror organization. Well, they're a legit political party. I love Hezbollah because he's putting peace on them. Weren't they responsible for that big bomb, that, that the tragedy in Beirut? No, 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 no. No, no. They were not their responsible. Who was responsible? I think Israel was the responsible. 1,400 people is a lot of people to kill. So it's 9,000 people. You have the to do that, to kill the Akubah. Well, I love your shirt first. Thank you very much. I'm just making YouTube videos. Hat tip at Kosha Dills on that. Uh, I'm going to play a video for you tomorrow. I'm going to be honest with you, folks. It's kind of hard to take of Hamas and what they did because it's more coming out now as the videos start to leak out. The journalists got them first. Wait till you see that. It's got, oh, I love Hezbollah. Yeah, didn't they set off that bomb that killed all those people? And the lady's like, no, the Jews did it. The Jews. I've never seen a debate in my life where more people who know less have more to say. Ever. You have the right to an opinion. You also have the right to be a moron. You want to see uh, some more? This is Columbia University. This guy, um, Adam Gillett, pulls up this truck. Hey, here are all these people that signed this thing in support of Hamas and other things like that. I want you to watch these people melt down. When you're melting down like this and you can't have an argument and a back and forth without losing your shit, you probably have no idea what you're talking about. Just like the Democrats who accuse everybody of being a racist when they lose an argument. Watch this. How are you doing today? I'm f***ing awful because you're here. This is defamation. This is libel. And you are responsible for all of this waste of money, energy, resources, and my education. Being brown does not equal being anti-Semitic. Being against Israel does not equal being anti-Semitic. Did we ever say that? Uh, well, half these people are just brown. Does that mean they're anti-Semitic? I didn't pick the ethnicity of the signers. You need to get the hell out of here, because this is evil. It's evil. It's evil. Yeah, it is. And guess what? I got to cover it up, just like I did what color does the skin have to be of someone that I can call an anti-Semite? Can I call white people anti-Semitic, but not brown people? You can, if they did something. Who's responsible for the terrorist acts that occurred in Israel? Who's responsible? That's what I'm talking about. I'm asking, who's responsible? I'm talking about you being on campus when you shouldn't be. Is Hamas responsible, or is Israel responsible? What are you here to talk about? Fun fact! I told you already! You're reacting like that, folks, probably says something more about you than it does about the other guy doing the interviews, right? By the way, Joe Biden wants to give $10 billion more. Did you see this at the Free Beacon? Again, you think the guy in the White House, lefties, you think he's your hero? He's going to save you? Wants to give $10 billion more. Fresh Biden mulls approval of fresh $10 billion for Iran. You realize Iran is holding American hostages right now, correct? American citizens are being held by people, Iran proxies right now. You understand that, right? 
and we're giving them 10 billion. What are we giving them 10 billion for more for more terror attacks? The answer is yes. This is the freaking oatmeal God in the White House doing this. We are in real trouble, man. Please, if you ain't registered to vote, get out there. We lose this election, folks. I got to tell you, I ain't going to be long on America anymore. Hey, I got another big announcement this week, Friday. You got that book signing thingy? There it is. Grapevine, Texas, November 17th. All my P1s out in Texas, Bongino Army folks, I'll see you there. Uh, check in with the bookstore, see how uh, see how many books they have. These things sell out quick. Books a million, Grapevine, Texas, 3000 Grapevine Mills Parkway. Book signing this Friday, 2 p.m. for my new book, The Gift of Failure. Uh, please check us, check the book out. I know you're going to love it. And I'd love to see you at the signing. Every one of them has been packed. It's really a good time. We have a lot of fun at these things. So we'll take some pictures, some selfies, whatever you want to do, man. I'm totally down. I really appreciate it. You know, I love you all. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm going to get to that story about the black vote. And I got a lot more uh, coming up this week. Also, Thursday is our show with Steven Crowder. Don't miss that. It's going to be a special two-hour live stream simulcast live on both channels, Steven Crowder's channel and this one, rumble.com slash Bongino. Join us every day in the chat. I love giving shout-outs in the morning. I was there at about 9.50 this morning, Eastern time. I'm at the Bongino show, chatting with a bunch of the early birds in there, and the show starts at 11. Download the Rumble app, rumble.com slash Bongino. Download the Rumble app, start up an account. I'll talk to you guys in the chat tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.